What'd you just say? If Kanye adds Chance the Rapper to Moon, I'll be upset. I like the Kid Cudi app. Oh, that's funny. You're hating on Chance. Well, I guess everybody hates on yeah, Chance. Yeah, but Chance tweeted out those lyrics, and I was like, that's my favorite song on this project right now. Don't he, ruin you that know song. He, well, he was in the stadium. He was in the stadium. But he was in the little locker room. There's plenty of like gospel and soul-type records that like Chance would body. And this Moon song, I don't know. I just don't think Chance can sing. That It needs, it needs singing. What if he's like comes in, he's like, this is that Ultra Light Beam Part 2. And then just starts going off from there. I would feel, I feel if it was it was if it was fire, it'd be fire. That'd be tight. But I think I'd be sad if the this song went. What in if the direction he tries to recreate Ultralight Beam? That, that that'd be hard Without doing too. it justice. Oh, that would not be hard. That'd be sad. But like this song is like it's like not it's like about love. I don't know. There's like nothing inherently like religious or God about it. And if like Chance came in and like, I think he might. Like take Christian it that angle, it yeah. I would not. It's not that I would be sad about it, but I'd be like, oh man, this song was like done. I don't know. Maybe it's just that's just like I. Sh- I have no opinion. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a fan. Should a little Nas X get on there and start talking about Satan? Yeah, that'd be tight. Yeah. Only, only if he does the music video too. Yo, I found out. Uh, everyone at my work is terrible people. Really? Yeah. From the little Nas X stuff or the baby. Uh, everything. Damn. Well, what what <laughs> happened? And they're all racist. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah, super bad. Yeah. Work has tr- transitioned crazy in the last week for me. Really? Yeah. Does it just happen because, like, there are headlines that come up, like baby headline, or, like, do um, they even know? What yeah, no, baby didn't come up, but little non-sexes came up. Um, just other shit came up. The, the, the front desk lady came up, and she was being super racist. Dude, that's the thing. I feel like, I feel like sometimes people are really quick to be like, you know, especially with like, like, Lil Nas X. It's like, yo, gay marriage is legalized now. Like, it's all good. But there are a lot of people who just still don't realize what they're saying is very hurtful, harmful, well, and no, scary. But there's also like a war against it now. You know what I mean? Like, like true. with the the baby shit too. But like, like Boosie has been big on this too. But he's like trying to tell everybody that like. He's like protect your kids. He's like they trying to they trying to make everything gay. They try and I don't know. And there's like these older rappers that keep coming out being like, oh, they trying to do they trying to make everything gay now. Like they trying to brainwash you guys. And it's like, what the fuck are these Bro. dudes doing? Like, yeah, it's like they can't see that. No, this has just like always been going on. We're just like giving a voice to those like you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like shining more of a light on it that hasn't been in the media. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like when Lil Nas X did that scene with all the dudes twerking naked in the jail. I was like, this is the craziest yeah. shit I've ever seen. Like in the best way possible. I was like, I love seeing this crazy shit. Like I hope MTV plays the fuck out of this video. Like me too. I mean, MTV isn't really use you know useful anymore. I don't know if people, you know, I don't know if kids still watch it, but um, whatever yeah. wherever the kids are watching the videos. Yeah. I hope. You know, YouTube, it's getting its views, but you don't know where those come from yeah. and shit, you know. But, uh, but yeah, when I saw that, I was like, this is the craziest thing in the, in the best way. But they was, yeah, that, that that scene came out the other day, and they wasn't they wasn't happy about it. Bro, I believe it. All this, yeah, all this shit keeps happening in the news with all these rappers and this shit. Yeah, and then the whole baby shit, that's whole different. Yeah, dude, there was, like, this thing I saw on the internet. It was, like, the Muppets. I mean, maybe you saw it. It was, like, a video that went a little bit viral. No. It's, like, <coughs> cartoon version of the Muppets, like a, like, 
it's like kids version, you know what I'm saying? Like bad CGI kind of thing. Okay. But I guess like there was a, a princess that showed up to the ball and they couldn't figure out who it was. And it was like Rover. I don't know if you know what Rover is, like the blue one. Mm. And he was the, the princess. And they were like, I don't know. It's like a very accepting and loving scene um, of like, oh, we should have known like, like you could be beautiful too in a dress. And like Rover was like, thanks guys. And like some people were outraged. They were like, they're trying to get our boys to dress as women. And it's just like, dude, just take it down. Like, wh- how do you have this much energy to be mad at a kid's show? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. That's crazy. So that's like a new Muppets episode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was pretty, it was, it was cool to see. Yeah, everyone, everyone's pissed. And I feel like nowadays it's like, yeah, people are starting to like, you know, the more people speak up, the more they realize like, oh, okay, there's a few, I don't know. I feel like they're starting to like group up more now. And it's like, and now it's like, yeah, it's like these rappers are trying to like team up and, you know, and gayness, you know, it's like, what? You know, I mean, that's not their, their slogan, but you know, uh. The internet just, like, allows people to, like, say whatever they want to. I was thinking about this. Because, like, if you were at, like a, like, a small gathering or whatever, you know, and, like, you said something that, like, a boozy just said casually in the conversation, yeah. you definitely have a few people be like, bro, that was kind of messed up to say. You know what I mean? But, yeah. like, if you're on the internet and you feel a platform and you're just like, blah, 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 and, like, you're somebody that doesn't have a platform and you follow this person and you're like, wow. Like, this guy believes that, and I like him, and he's big, so, like, that must mean it's okay. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. People be wild. That is true. Yeah, so, fuck, how do we get it? How do we even get here? Speaking of uh, saying the, uh, being slightly homophobic, not slightly, <laughs> but being homophobic, <laughs> how about this movie? <laughs> what, just the one saying, scene. Wait, you're saying it's... <laughs> no, just the one scene where Dax, like, calls the one guy... Uh, An F-slur? Yeah. And he explains, he's like, well, I was just trying to use the more scene. Yeah. But, like, they used that. It was it was a moment, like, where. No, yeah. The the whole scene that, yeah, in reference that you're talking about is is Dax. Yeah, he says the F slur. And then, you know, his his real wife, Kristen Bell, corrects him on why, you know, he shouldn't say it. And it's kind of like a, a funny thing of, like, yeah, you know. And this is, like, 2012, you know. But it's, like, this, like, correction thing of, like, you know, her being like, oh, I'm not going to date someone who says that word. Like, yep. And and then, you know, he kind of fought it for a second, you know, but it's like a big it's like a big point in the movie. You know, it comes in later whenever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It just keeps coming up. His, well, it, it like it's like a representation. They use it to represent the, his character's growth a lot of the times. Yeah. Should we tell say what movie we watched? Yeah. So we watched uh, Hit and Run. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies, man. I. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Can't yeah. forget to use the sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can't have this be a dry pod. We got, and, and, and so yeah, so we watched <laughs> Hit and Run, but it, and it's sitting here, and, and obviously it's just me and Stevie. Yeah, what up, guys? Yeah, so I'm Stevie, this is Corey. Yeah, this is. That was nice. You see what I did there? <laughs> yeah. What episode is this? This is episode twenty-eight, I think. I think so. Mm, 28 almost 30 fucking 28 episodes. pods later yeah this is your that's what you gotta call this one this is your 21st pod you can drink now on the pod yes <laughs> that's tight yeah. let's go but yeah and we watched so we watched the movie Hit and Run Ooh, I didn't and it was your pick yeah it was my pick uh, and and so so Rob Rob may show up later you know so he is running into some technical difficulties um, 
But we, uh, he may show up later on FaceTime, and we might try this new thing out. Um, but until then, let's get into this movie, man. Oh yeah. no, 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 wait! Before that, how was your week? Oh, it was. It's been a week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, the end of the summer is always. It feels like a weird time. You know what I mean? What? Like, why does it feel weird to you? It's like damn. Uh, like I don't know. There's so much hype for summer. That sometimes it's like, damn, I don't want to like, end. Oh, I didn't do shit. Yeah, or like <laughs> it's like there's this like scene in Seinfeld. It's called the episode's called Summer of George, and he like, he like gets a severance package from the Yankees as he gets fired, and he's like, I'm gonna, like, really just have the best summer of my life. I'm gonna be off work. I'm gonna do all this thing. I'm gonna pick up all these hobbies. I'm gonna meet all these women. And, like, he just ends up sitting on his couch the whole time and drinking soda. And then yeah. all of a sudden he was like, it's supposed to be the summer of George. And, like, it wasn't. That's, that's how probably it, how everybody felt last year. Yeah. I feel like that's how everyone kind of feels a little bit this year, too, a little bit. Yeah. Not, like, for real. I mean, it's been an ama- it's been a great summer. It's well, been nice to see a lot of people. some people don't give a fuck. That is true. Some people do not care. That's that the other true. reason I've been, like, i just been debating with people at work. Not debating, but I've been, like, having to, like, walk away from... Getting into heated debates, yeah, uh, all and it has to do with yeah either COVID or racism or whatever you know. Bro, it's just it's for some reason that's that's what I guess part of the reason. There's just like a a feeling in the air a little bit too. I don't know, like things are just bubbling up. I think people are just burnt out. Yeah, Honestly, yeah everybody had to time. go back to work too. I feel like you know just like you you know you've been busy as fuck. I've been busy as fuck. Fonz is busy as fuck. That's why he's not on the pod. Like, Miss you, Fonz. Yeah, you know, R- yeah. No, I was about almost said RIP. 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 You know, Fonz being a host on the on the club right Where's now. But he'll pod? be back. You know, he'll he'll be back at one point. I bet. I, I know he will. How's your week been? It's been good. I yeah. guess. Been busy. Watching uh, movies as always. Yeah. Started playing that Stardew Valley game. Oh, that's nice. We watched Suicide Squad. That was tight. Yeah, and we dropped that pod today. That was cool. Check that out. If or you yesterday, it. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, I love that movie so much. I do too. If you guys haven't seen it, you guys got to go check it out. Yeah. And go listen to the pod. And go listen to the pod. But, um, so the, so Hit and Run, man. What did you think about the movie? I thought it was great. Uh, I'll give you what I, I'll, I'll give the, if you want to look up the real synopsis. Yeah. Yeah, that's so Hit and Run was this movie where there's these two lovebirds and they have a nice, pleasantly, healthily, blossoming relationship. And she gets a promotion, kind of, or a new opportunity, but she has to leave. And he really can't leave because he's in a witness protection program. But he's like, you know what? I freaking love you. So let's go do it. I don't care if I get shot down for going into L.A. Like, I'm, I'm pulling up. And he goes to L.A. and he has this correction officer who can't seem to not fire his gun and there i love the beginning too and he's like he's like he's like give me the gun back he's like i've been trained for two years for this thing he's like he's like it's unsafe if you have it he's he's like like, takes it apart yeah yeah. like first of all pulls out the bullet that was in the like yeah oh man but anyway keep going sorry i didn't mean no you're good you're good and then her her crazy ex that's still not over her is like following them and gives him over to like the people that want to kill uh dax and then they pull up to L.A., they arrive, and those people are ready to kill him. And then it's just uh, trying to get away from that and resolve those issues. And it, like, digs up a, like, does she really know Dax? All that yeah. kind of stuff. I, I don't know. I, it was a, it's a class, it felt like a 2000s comedy. I kept forgetting that it was, like, a 2012 comedy. Yeah. But also, I think that just shows, like, how much the world has changed in 10 years. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, oh, man, Facebook's been around for a minute. 
Because that's how he finds the one guy. He just like <laughs> Facebooks yeah. the guy's name. Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't it doesn't seem that old to me. You know what I mean? Like I just watched it for the first time this year, and uh, you know, it, it seems like it could exist now, but it also does seem like it could exist in two thousand and two. You know? And yeah, there was like, I don't know how to describe the vintage feeling that I got. Well, it wasn't you know like what? I thought it was like a nineties movie, because there was definitely like technology and stuff used. Yeah. Maybe it was also the phones they were using. Yeah. Because no, they were kind of using grinder. I don't know. It was yeah. a classic like early aughts indie movie yeah so you know what he uh so you know dax directed that right yeah so he wrote it and directed it um but you know what he was really like inspired by and like trying to like kind of not recreate but just kind of like use as his mood board was Smokey and the bandit you ever oh, heard of that cool, 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 cool. so it's like these old like i don't even know what it is but i'm guessing it's kind of like dukes of hazard like a little bit of little bit of cars, a little bit of racing, a little bit of love, a little bit of like heist stuff. I yeah, don't know. It kind of reminded me of like a wholesome Bonnie and Clyde too. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, kind of, yeah, definitely. That yeah, that's kind of dope. Nah. Um, you want to read the real one? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to pull yeah. So Charlie Bronson, uh, a nice guy with a shady past as a getaway driver, breaks out of the witness protection program in a backwater California town to drive his girlfriend Annie to Los Angeles for an important job interview. The pair's road trip takes an awkward and dangerous turn when they find out that an inept federal agent uh, and the mobster he testified against are both trying to hunt them down. Wow, they said that Tom Arnold was trying to hunt him down. I guess he kind of was. Yeah, the wait, is that the boyfriend? No, that's the um, that's the the, um, his, the is that the uh, agent, the federal, the, the his witness protection. Oh dude. yeah, I guess he was kind of trying to hunt <laughs> yeah. him down. It wasn't like he was like, yeah, he was trying to get. I mean, it did take him a long time to finally like meet back up. With, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is, this is a side question. Is box office sales only what they make in theaters? Yeah. Okay. Which is it did pretty well, didn't it? I mean, so its budget was two million, right? And it and made sixteen point eight. That's a that's a great return. Yeah, but, but to him, you know, so so that's what's interesting about this, right? So I listen to his podcast all the time. That's what got me into the movie and. And he's not very proud of himself as a director. Really? Yeah. That's right? wild. Right? And he's done this, and he also did Chips. Have you heard of Chips? I haven't heard of Chips. So it's like an old show in the 80s where it's like these motorcycle cops, uh, California Highway Interstate Patrol. I don't know. Like, so, you know, Chip. Yeah. But, um, you know, so it was like this old 80s sitcom, you know, and, and he kind of like did a new take on it. That's cool. Um, and he used the dude from Ant-Man, uh, Michael Pena or whatever, you know. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he used, uh, who else? He got Vincent D'Onofrio in it. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And it's got, um, fuck, I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was Jesse from Breaking Bad, but it's actually, have you ever seen Shameless? Yeah. You know the first season? Yeah. yeah. You know the boyfriend? Yeah. Doesn't he kind of look like Jesse from Breaking Bad with, a little bit? With darker hair. Yeah. So he plays like a fucking heroin addict in this crazy. movie. So he looks just like Jesse in a sense. That's crazy. But there's I a bunch of people in it. Jason Bateman does another cameo in it. That's super tight. I, I thought he did a really good job. I mean, like, there was, like, I had some, not complaints, but, like, you know, like some, some gripes with it. Well, let's bit. hear it. Let's hear it. Well, I mean, I'd rather get in first on, like, what I okay. really liked. Oh, okay. And I, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what I really like. Why you say what you like? I'm grabbing a drink, so please keep talking. I'm sorry. I'm okay. Okay. That w well, maybe I'll say all the things I didn't like, cause then you won't hear it. Uh, I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. I'm still looking at Corey for those not in the room. But uh, I really liked how the movie kind of had like a a focus on like sort of mental health or like 
like uh, self help. I don't know how to explain it. Just like being a better person. Yeah. And like growth. Yeah. And I loved their relationship dynamic of like him, like being like, "You're here now. Like everything is okay." That yeah. was really cool to see, and I thought that was really positive. And I really like the concept of like what it means to start over, and like what I don't know, because like it, I like the idea of him going down a certain path realizing the errors in his path and like doing everything he can to try to like turn that all around. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It seems like a very positive outlook on that and like an interesting take on that type of like leaving one life and entering a new one. Yeah. Um, and getting caught up just with like the wrong people. I don't know. But what was your favorite parts about the movie? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess all that, like I love it. Cause yeah, just getting into Dax and like getting into like, you know, who he is as a person, like, that's who he is, you know what I mean, like, he talks about, like, you know, being, like, a, like, a fuck up, you know what I mean, like, his whole life, you know what I mean, just, like, doing dumb shit, getting drunk in high school, and, and then moving to LA, and still being a drunk, and, and, um, yeah, like, he got sober, like, 16 years ago, or something, Damn, um, it's impressive, yeah, and, and that was, like, he somehow, like, you know, he spent 10 years in LA, like, trying to make it, you know what I mean? And that was, like, his, his, like, worst times. You know what I mean? Like, he and then he was doing, like, uh, Groundlings. You know Groundlings at all? Mm-hmm. That's where, like, a ton of people started. Um, yeah. And um, so he was, like, enrolled into that. And, like, and then, you know, but all these people are, like, making money and getting jobs and shit like that. And he wasn't. And, and I think, you know, like, I think he st- finally got successful with Punked. That was, like, his first big thing. Um, and then he did Without a Paddle. And I think he was fucked up during that movie. Um makes sense but i think he got sober right after that like right after his first movie you know like and i'm like that's just such a cool story um and he had parenthood really quick after that at some point yeah you know and then that just you know and then there's 10 years of him just you know doing that you know trying to become an actor and and you know and to his you know he's pretty he's just pretty hard on himself and and like i kind of like relate to that type of shit too like in a sense and um you know and he just talks about like uh he talks about like not being that good of an actor or director and stuff too, and um, I don't know. I just think it all leads into like you know like that. That's just who he is as a person. It led into like him meeting Kristen like in real life, that's and it. then like you know ha- them having children, and then like years later like you know making that movie and stuff. I just think it's like the perfect metaphor for like his life and like as um, this character. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. It's just a perfect yeah movie metaphor of it. And I'm like, that's just so cool that he got to make that. I think you know yeah. what I mean. Like, it's a it's a really beautiful sentiment in a lot of ways. Like the journey of somebody. Yeah, you know, and I think it also is like, you know, in a sense, like I think about it, I'm like, oh, that'd be like the coolest thing to do, like to make a movie that's almost like dedicated, like to like him and Kristen. You know what I mean? It's almost dedicated to her, but it's also like this egotistical <laughs> movie about him. Yeah, you know. I a, yeah, I, I did, it is a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like self indulgent in a way. Yeah. But it, I mean, like, how cool would it be to be like, hey, honey, you want to go to work today? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But also, it would probably be pretty stressful too. I'd imagine. No, they talk about how they work together really well. Well, I just mean like, you know, like you're directing this movie that you wrote, and like, you know what I'm saying? It's a, probably a lot on your plate, but. I imagine yeah. if you were you were doing a good job as a director, like when you're showing up to shoots, like you've been super prepared, like well, everything's laid out. So he was on Smartless. Have you ever listened to Smartless? Uh-uh. You should check it out. It's I'll fucking it out. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes, nice. and they they you know they each pick a random person every week to interview, and the other two don't know. And anyway, the first one was Dax Shepard. Oh cool. And and Jason Bateman was talking to him about directing, you know, and 
and was like, you know, he's like, you, he's like, you're really good at that. Like, you know, you ever think about doing that? And, and this is where he got into it. But he was talking about, he's like, I love, he's like, he said he loved shooting. Um, you know, he loved being a director because, you know, he said being an actor every day you go to set, right? And like, you just want to leave. It's like, you know, when is my scene? When, when can I get out of here? Like, you know, yeah. when, when, you know, just a whole lot yeah. of waiting, you know, yeah. for 25 minutes of shooting yeah, sometimes. Sh- shots take forever to set up. Yeah. All, all that stuff. And then, um, you know, he said as a director, you know, it's like the whole mentality is different. It's like, how long can I stay? Yeah. How long can I, you know, how long do we have? Because instead long of like waiting for your shot to be set up, like you're setting up the shot. Yeah. And like you're making sure everything's ready to go. Yeah. And, and he said he loves that. He said the thing that he doesn't love about directing and making movies, um, not acting, but just like, you know, actually producing them, um, is is editing for months and screening with with companies yeah and and i get that too you know but but that's what i'm saying but this movie is a testament i'm like i'm like he made it with two million dollars granted like he's best friends with bradley cooper his wife is Kristen bell those are his two big name actors any studio is going to give him the two million if they're confirmed yeah, I was going to say, and if they know that they don't have to pay those people a ton of money. Yeah, well, if the movie's confirmed for $2 million, yeah, yeah, so it's already, like, set in stone that like, they're not getting paid yeah. millions of dollars. And they might have gotten a cut of the box office or something like that. But exactly. I almost think this movie would have, like, done really well if it, like, hit on Netflix at the right time. Or, like, could hit well if it, like, ever got, like, I had a nice Netflix moment. I yeah. Mean, there's a lot of, I really enjoyed. This isn't on any streaming. It, it, it's, it was on Stars. But like stars oh, is so is? yeah, but it's stars is, you know what I'm saying? Not a mainstream one. Yeah, I'm thinking about starting a free trial. Free trial. There's some interesting things on there. Is there? Um. Yeah. I don't know what their like bi- their big shows are besides like Empire and a few other things. Empire is not even stars. Is, is it, it really? Did, did they buy it? it? Was Fox? Yeah, I think it's 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 stars now. I think it's cont- like the the new seasons are stars, but I could oh. be wrong. Okay. Listeners, tweet at me if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, so uh, what didn't you like about the movie? Let's get into that. Sometimes I don't know. There was like, like Bradley Cooper's character was like a little bit much. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, well, I mean, I think it's just like aged badly. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. That no. that was one thing that's like, damn, ten years ago, like they wouldn't have even. Yeah. But he also had, it was an interesting character too. Like the, the dog food scene was really funny. I was about I to say that. that that almost like. Like, makes his character? That scene does make his character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, anytime I describe this movie to someone, I describe Bradley Cooper as, like, this weird, like, dread-headed white dude. That, and then I go straight into that scene. I'm like, but but I'm like, just listen. And then, you know, I explain that scene. And I feel like you told me that scene at one point. Oh, I, I definitely have. Um, and I might have explained it on the pod or something. Maybe my other big gripe was, like, guns. Like, the movie had a lot of guns, but, like, didn't... They were like so inconse- unintentional. Yeah, unconsequential. They were just like waving them around. Yeah, flying bullets past each other. I don't know. That was maybe also another indicator of the times, because like I in the first part of the movie, like a cop shoots at children. Yeah, and it's like. But maybe that was also like he him trying to go for that like eighties seventies like True. you know like country kind of like vibe. funny like yeah over the top, just a, you know just fucking yeah people no, yelling sure. yeehaw I, I and shooting I, in the sky i'm more just was like if you were making that movie in 2021 you'd be like damn that's that it would just like trigger too much you know what i'm saying really you think guns are that like um around children a little bit 
I mean, it, it's just a it's a movie though, you know. Yeah, that, but I mean, like it's the same thing as like in Four Brothers. What's his name walking into the basketball arena waving a gun that's around? That's different. I don't know. If you're like firing a gun at kids, you know what I mean. True, but there is the sense of like Dax runs out like, hey, there's fucking kids, you know, like what are you doing? You know yeah. what I mean? Like there is the sense of like, kind of acknowledges how crazy it is, but yeah, but I mean, like he never gets in trouble. You know what I mean? True. I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying it ruined the movie. I'm just. It was just like. I was just like, damn, I don't know. Because, like, yeah. guns are so much more of a hot, I feel like, No, I issue. think Tom Arnold's character, like, I like Tom Arnold, too, but I think he was just, like, it was, like, very frustrating to me. You yeah. know what I mean? It he was also like made a, me laugh a bunch. Yeah. Like, the, the first interaction between Krista Bell and him, where she's like, yeah. he's like, uh, he's is he up? And she's like, yep. Are you okay? He's like, yeah, why? You're sweating. <laughs> and he yeah. spills the coffee all over. <laughs> like, that was funny. That's what sets up him fucking yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, I mean, like. It, it had great pacing. It didn't ever felt like too much. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I think it had a great soundtrack. Uh, I think it had a lot of... Um, good well, soundtrack, yeah. Yeah, at least like good, like, you know, not even necessarily soundtrack, but they just like had a good, like, you know, mix of sound, you know, at the right time, you know. And, um, like when they were rolling up to the, the dad's house and it was like uh, knocking on heaven's door. That was a nice, that yeah. was a nice moment. And um, the fucking... Um, to a world of an imagination. Yeah, and when he's like cool. doing the the uh, yeah, like spinning out. <laughs> yeah, that was tight. See, there's I love the driving in it too. The driving was cool. Yeah, that was that was fun, and that like that added something to the movie. You know, he did all the driving for it. Did too. he? Yeah. Huh. yeah, he's like a tight. he's like a real like, and those are all his cars. That's what he also saved a lot of money on. Oh yeah, definitely. He said he used all his own cars for it, but he also had to rent doubles because you have to have a double on in case something happens and you can't film yeah um i'm super fascinated by by like not <coughs> i won't call them budget movies but like movies like indie movies and like their ability because like paranormal activity that had a huge turnover really what was it what would that one cost do you know like a hundred thousand or less really yeah that's let me, fucking let me look insane it up really quick. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I wonder what other movies are like super. You also don't. You don't also get a lot of frontal male nudity, and this movie had frontal n- male nudity. In it. Really, when? When the, with the old people. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's that shit was. Fl- so that's good writing right there. Like you know, just the fact that they originally walk into that room and they're like, "Oh my god," and then like. You know, twenty five minutes later, it's like the other people do. Yeah, you don't even expect it, and yeah. it's like the same hotel people tell Bradley Cooper, "Oh, that's his room number." And it was it was a cool plot setup because like it was like why did they not not why did they show it but like they like called yeah. back to it. It was a good callback. That's why I wonder if they're like okay, like I wonder what, like because now that I'm like trying to fucking write scenes and shit, it's like I don't know. Like I wonder if they were like they they got to the point where Bradley was like at the hotel, like like they're writing the story, and they got to the point where Bradley's at the hotel and. And they wanted to, like, diverge him from it. So they're like, oh, what if we added this other scene earlier yeah, yeah. where they walk in? I could definitely room. see it be like that. It'd be, like, something along the lines of, like, how do we allow Dax to escape? Yeah. Like, how? what's yeah. his breakaway? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, maybe, like, they checked into a, this is a motel. They just put him in the wrong room at first. Yeah. Like, that's a that's a, a solid move. That's what way. we need to make this podcast, just, like, talking about, like, screenwriting shit now. Whenever it's I me mean, and you, we should I'm just down. talk about how they wrote it. I'm down. <laughs> I like the idea. What were you about to say? Oh, I was going to say Paranormal Activity had a $15,000 production and then 250000 for post-production. But what might have happened, I mean, like, they might have filmed that 
had it all together and then like a a, uh, a company was like yo we'll we'll throw a bunch to like promo you know what i'm saying and like edit this right mm. are you looking that I, up now no i'm looking up a different movie but like that was i mean because like all paranormal activity is 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 just like recordings of a house and like things move with nobody there you know what i mean yeah. But like that's that was it was really spooky and the way they were able to like really pull some emotions out of it just something so simple. Cuz it's like a a fear we all have too, not taken away from hit and run, but like you know like you're in the house by yourself and like something moves, it's like freaky or like that it's just like they hit home on that. I don't know. Sometimes I'm fascinated by like really brilliant ideas for something simple. Like simple yeah. ideas can just like be so like well executed. It's like wow. You don't have to do all that crazy stuff to pack home some scariness or some funniness. Yeah. It's like Clerks. Um, yeah, Clerks is... I wonder how... That movie was probably cheap as hell. I'm but looking it up. <laughs> One thing else I liked about this movie is I really liked Dax's and Kristen Bell's relationship. Yeah. Because um, it was like... I was say, that's a big part of it for me, too, because it, it's like... It is like a persona for, or like a metaphor yeah. of what they are in real life. It was such life. like a healthy, like, discovery. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was healthily upset at him, but like... They were able, I don't know. Yeah. They like, it was, uh, they yeah. like kept it, kept it wholesome in a way. Which yeah. Cool. Talked it out. No, I was about to say, that's part of like the, yeah, that's definitely part of like the, the cheer of this whole movie. It's that, it's like, okay, man, this is just like, this is what, this is what relationships need to be like, you know, like, I don't know, just like, I don't know, this is, this is how, but it's also like, there's all like weird like moments in it where it's like, okay, everyone's been here, you know, in, in this moment. I feel like they, they captured some of the small moments really well, like, even the opening scene when it's like, opening scene was awesome. Fucking great, when then then they're just like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, she's like, why you, don't get on my hair then, you know what I mean? He's like, I don't know, they just started like, it was like very cute, and then it turned to like a little tense for a second, and they're like, they like resolved it, yeah, really well. And that's kind of how, like, but yeah, I guess that's how the whole movie is. Like, yeah, you know, like they have these moments of like conflict that are, I mean, conflict just arises, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and like the way they're able to de-escalate it. Yeah, there was that nice moment she met his dad too, and like the dad was able to be like, oh, this isn't like one of his, like, bank robbing friends. This is like a real kind yeah. person. That was cool. Yeah, definitely. It was. <laughs> it was just like. Damn, he really like he really robbed that bank with that kind of you know what I mean? But like he was just the getaway driver. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It was like sort of like ba- a little bit maybe like a little baby driver, you know what I'm saying, in this movie. But Bro, I I relate to it dude, just cause like I don't know. I feel like I used to just be like a f- like not like a I feel like I would have been like such a different person if if like certain shit in my life hadn't happened. Like I would have yeah. just been getting fucked up and like you know, like, I, my version of that is, like, more of, like, an addict sense of, like, you know, I feel like I would have been on, like, you know, like, drugs or some shit, you know what I mean? But, like, I don't know. So, I kind of, like, I kind of, like, fuck with that, like, whole, like, I don't know. No, I mean, I do, too. I feel I feel very similarly. Like, I've, I could definitely see my past going a different way. Um, and not that I hung out with only, like, I don't know, there's just a few people, like, if I would have just been hanging out with them more. Yeah. Like, I would just be in a different spot. Or, like, if I would have never, like been like all right i want to like try out like this creativity stuff and like do music and do videos and stuff like that i don't know i because like and then like there's obviously that also that sense of like damn like i really did do some stuff not like bad things but you know what i'm saying like i don't know stuff i wouldn't do now definitely yeah sometimes you gotta like have that i don't know weird past to like really show you like where you're supposed to be walking towards no definitely 
Yeah, dude. I well, and this is a little different from all this, but I like was talking to this dude at my job, unfortunately. But, <laughs> um, oh shit, here we go again. But Sorry. anyway, uh, no, you're good. Um, anyway, um, it it was, it was fun. It was it was interesting. Not interesting. It wasn't funny or or. Um, but it was interesting because like, I forget. We were just talking about like old like fucked up like you know like weed stories in high school. You know about being like high school stoners and the like trouble you get into. And we were actually talking about like SWAT teams like busting people we knew and shit. You know like damn. Um, yeah. He yeah he was telling me a couple of stories that were crazy, but but one of which he was talking about in high school, which I you know just to, I'm gonna pref or preface it with with I did the same exact shit like I got robbed one time and I held on to the side of a car, you know, and I went about you know like half a block on the side of this car, you know, and held on and then got pushed off of it and just rolled in the road. My glasses broken shit. Whole quarter of weed just rod from me, Damn. you know, and and he was telling me about a kid that that got robbed and his fucking head got ran over, dead, over a fucking eighth of weed in St. Charles. Holy crap! Yeah, three kids in the car all went to jail for you know ever, and I think they just all got out recently. Oh my gosh, that'd be a great setup for a movie. What like? Who's the main characters? The three kids? Yeah. And all of a sudden they they accidentally you know what I'm saying? They accidentally Like maybe like halfway through the movie, they accidentally like just murder somebody like that. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, damn, they have to deal with that the rest of the time. Yeah, I wonder man, I feel like it should happen a little earlier. I feel like it should be could happen in the first fifteen minutes yeah. too. Could I feel like, be like that could be whole, a good setup to it. The whole whole being set up. Yeah. There are movies I know that are like that, though. I won't say the movies, because now if I say that movie and you haven't seen it, then you know it, it's coming. But it's a good... It's what movie? Really? You show me to say it? Yeah. We spoil shit all the time on here. Waves? Have you seen Waves? No, I haven't seen Waves, but I don't... All right, I don't yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Wait, what happens in Waves? Oh, yeah, so we'll just watch it. Frank Ocean said that was a good movie, right? A really good movie. Frank Ocean's Endless is used throughout it. Really? Which is really interesting because it has this, like, weird effect for, like, people who, who like, maybe know Blonde. And, and, you know what I'm saying? It's like you're getting to experience Endless for the first time, like, in in the movie form. Endless is in that movie? Yeah. Like, a lot of this Endless songs. Is there other songs in it or is it just Endless? There's uh, maybe other songs in it, but, like, the backbone of a lot of the songs are from Endless. Like, moments in Endless. Very that's, interesting that's movie. Wild. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's a classic A24 coming of age movie. Yeah. Or that vibe. I don't know if it's exactly a coming of age. You're going to see Green Knight? I want to. You know yeah. they do were they were doing these uh the well, I guess it was tonight with the showing room thing mm-hmm. where you can like live stream the movie with them. Yeah, yeah. Then you just pay for it and watch it on a website. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Do you know who just signed a deal with them? Um Travis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they fucking put that coffee, that coffee stained paper. Yeah, did you and it with the A at the end of it, the f- the five letter word that with an A at the end. It's like okay, we get it, we know what this is. Wait, Utopia. Oh yeah, because it's like what his his album's been long, like hype to be called. That's not it's a good like name. Utopia on the way. So the short film's probably gonna be called Utopia. That's not a good name. Who knows? It'd be a b- good name for a movie, but. An album? Sounds like Zootopia. 
That's my. That might be what it is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's like watching watching Zootopia bunch with uh with Stormy, and was like, "Damn, that'd be a great title for an album." Look it up. Anybody got an album title Utopia? Nope. Probably. How many albums do you think are like out there sitting done that are just not released yet? I don't know, man. I don't you know. know. Probably, I mean, I would say like all of them, but you know, I mean, I feel like everybody's sitting on some shit. Nobody's fucking dropped shit. But at the same time, like, I don't think, I don't think people don't drop. You know, I don't think well, people hold. You know, I don't think. I think Kendrick's is on hold right now. Y- all right, so I've been thinking about this, and I've been thinking like I think. I think he's just up next on the TDE lineup once Isaiah's rollout it's done. Him or SZA. I think if Kendrick was ready, I don't think they would have made him wait. I think they would want to wait for the tour. Big rollout type thing. What? Kendrick doesn't tour. He toured the last one. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, no, he no. might have. Oh, I don't know if he did. He didn't tour Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, he, t- he, he it was like a short, short It was eight, like a was tiny eight, eight little tour. fucking small venue tour that sold out in fucking 12 hey, minutes. If you do it right, though, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but. Eighth stadium tour. You know no, I mean? no, that wasn't a lot of money. Well, it wasn't stadiums. They were they small were stadiums, venues, right? I think they were smaller venues. That was a whole pimp a butterfly feel. It, well, at least maybe he did two different things, but he did like a small run of shows that were like, you know, it was like a band, and it was like a, it was supposed to have an intimate feel. I definitely think uh, my argument. Th- he I might have toured for damn though in stadiums. Oh, let me see. Again. But do you once. but do you even think tours are gonna happen? Nah, it'll be I don't know. Billy don't just know. announced hers today. Um, that was a big one. Yeah, a lot of places have announced. A lot of places are starting to do that. The vaccination or three days required, and uh, there's like a lot of reports coming out of Lala that like people are saying it was not as like it's worth 14 days past Lala at this point, and there it's like indication of like very very low transmission at the event. 90% of the people were vaccinated. And, like, of those, it was, I don't want to, like, misstate facts, but it was, like, 0.0004% transmission rate. So that's how much people got COVID after going to that, including vaccinated people. But, like, you know what I'm saying? 0.00004%. Like, that's, like. Deadly virus. I'm just kidding. Well, (laughs) if you're vaccinated, not as much. But I could see tours happening. I don't know. I'm interested to see what happens. I'd be sad if like we like had to wait for other albums because of it. Yeah. But I I th- I think Kendrick is done. Well, I, yeah, I just think like I think people are sit- I mean they, if you were a, a popping artist, there's no reason you wouldn't sit on some material or like a signed artist until it was go time, you know what I mean? Until like you knew you could drop it with maximal success and sales. Tyler Tyler may have capitalized on the perfect release window. You know yeah. what I mean? He's have Tyler's having a good run right now. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean like Drake, Kanye. It could be a big rest of the year. Beyonce maybe. What do you like I just don't get like, you know, like what what makes it not the right time for them? You know what I mean? Like I get like, you know, like last year. You know, wasn't the right time for anybody. You know what I mean? But if like I just don't get why people would be sitting on it. I well, feel like a lot of people reworked shit. And I feel like Kendrick Kendrick could have done that easily. True. You know what I, I mean? I think Kendrick mostly just because of TDE's release schedule. But I think they, they just have put out Isaiah's. That was it. Yeah. I mean, Billy's album was done She's last July. You know what I'm saying? 
or like, like, wait, not last. July. She's not on TV. I know, but I'm saying like, her album was done like four months ago. Turned in. Yeah. So like, Kendrick's could very well be done, but like, you gotta wait for Isaiah to have his run, and then you can yeah. maybe give SZA. I don't know. No, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying. I just think like, um, I just don't think that. You know, I don't know. I just don't think that people. Um, I think that people move like slower than we think. You know, on bigger scales. You know what I mean? I think That's that people true. often aren't ready. You know what I mean? Like Drake said he was gonna drop in January and then said March and then just fucking disappeared. So it's like, what is the point of that? I'll be honest. That's all I've been asking from for Drake though. So I'm happy with that. Like I've just wanted Drake to take his time with the record for so long. Because I feel like he hasn't. But I agree with I, I know what you're saying. I agree with you. It is probably more up to the line. But what think. if he dropped another, another? You know, like what? What do you think he hasn't taken his time with Scorpion? Yeah, or I, don't think, I think Scorpion could have been better. Views or more life. Views was Views was great. I think after Views, he like started putting out too much, too quick. Okay. But I mean, like Views and and if you're reading this was was great. I just always kind of wanted to try the Frank method. I mean, like I think Frank probably has an album sitting just ready. At least worth the material. See, that's the one. That's the who really got me thinking about this, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I've been back on Frank a lot lately. Yeah. Do you like the Homer stuff? Uh, Did you look at any of it? I mean, some stuff. I think. I, I thought it was cool. Yeah. I, thought, it's I mean, like, like a weird I, little like New York neuron looking chain. Yeah, yeah. They like acrylic. Dip. Yeah, I definitely would like some. Yeah, I like the. Yeah, I, yeah. It's all. It's all cool from what I saw. I like this. I like the premise of him doing that too, or just like bringing all the people out to LA and like building a, like a workshop from scratch. Basically, that's a cool concept. But he like mentions going to the studio a bunch in like his interview, so I was like, see, he's still working on music. Then he's the one I was thinking about, and I was just thinking like, um, I'm like, I just think if he was ready, he would do it because he he pump faked us with DHL and in my room. Well, and he had all those fucking things at the bottom that was like. Yeah, I think All there, the was, figures. there was a lot that went wrong with that. I think because he, he lost his brother in the middle of that. That like, was in the middle of that? I don't think. It was like COVID happened during like the middle of those like parties. And then that slapped that for a second. And then right after that. That stuff happened. That stuff all happened in 2019. At the end of it though, right? No, nah, at the beginning, bro. Because we were waiting for those joke. fucking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When is the. I'm going to. Man, time is weird. Time's so strange. Where did these last two years go? Oh, my gosh. Okay, Dear April was at least 2020. Yeah, Dear but that was released, like, after he never fucking put out the... Or he never gave anybody the vinyls six months later. Like, those were released as, like, on, on iTunes true. way after the fact. Let me just look it up. I'm looking up DHL and In My Room, those are the release dates you should look for. Dear April... I'm, I'm looking it up. It says 2019, but I don't know when in 2019. <laughs> Corey's yawning over here. I'm boring him. No. Corey says, Steven, you're a boring person. It's just already 9 o'clock. And we he released it on March 25th. Of 2019? Which one? DHL? 2015 was Dear April. March 2015. March 2015? March 2020. Sorry, sorry, sorry. March no, 25 dear, of But what, on iTunes? No, it says, Dear April is a, a song by Frank Ocean, released as a seven-inch single on March 25th, 2020, and then uploaded digitally on April 3rd. But 
All right, but either way, that was along with that that little like those other little seven inch vinyls he did that were like six months before that, right? And DHL and In My Room is what I was saying. You should look at those release dates. Those were 2019. Those were at the end of 2019. That's what I'm saying. And th- that cover art had all the figures at the bottom, like he was about to drop an album. I know. And then he, he dropped this, DHL, in, in October. And then he dropped In My Room in November. Yeah. And then those the remixes and those parties were in the winter. But, Steve, you remember those seven inches that we bought that took hellas to come in? Yeah. I know you didn't buy that in March of 2020. I'm pulling up the receipts. Pull it up. Because I know that those were supposed to come in like fucking November of 2019. Because I, w- I, got, I got mine at my old address. I ordered mine at my old address, and that was 2019. Let's see. I have a blonded order from 1119. Let's see what this one is. This one's In My Room and Little Demons. That was because In My Room came out in November, right? I guess so. And yeah. Then, yeah. So was that one, in my room, those vinyls came out. Yeah. So, then. so. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. You win. Yeah. But I'm just October, saying. October 19th. I'm just saying. Like, I get, yeah, I get everything that happened. Well, and now you just make me sound like a dick. <laughs> hey, but it's like he he did all that shit you know in 2019 and then just disappeared for I mean, another year he also might have been like ah i want to rethink this he wasn't ready and he didn't have the album ready and well, it wasn't it wasn't good enough to him hey fair enough and that's fine yeah i mean i, I don't blame him you but i, I mean? think that that happens more than we think maybe i also think it, what happens more than we think is just that people put out music that they you know what i'm saying they don't think too hard about it well, that's uh, yeah. That's the other thing too. Is like you think about all the like mediocre albums that come out, where it's like you know when people drop songs like, and and I notice it more with bands, right? Like I notice it with like when bands drop an album, like it'll be one song on there, where I'll be like, you can't you can't convince me this is a good record. Like no one can convince me this is a good record. Like not I don't even think that the band could do it. I don't I don't think that they believe in it enough. To convince me that it's a good record. Like, I think that they, you, you know those type of songs where it's just like, like, what were you thinking? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, why would you put this on this album? Or like, we just, we should have just taken a step back. Yeah. And, and then like, so I think that I'm like, what well, like, what makes people like do those? I'm like, they're either just wanting to rush shit out. You know what I mean? They're just fulfilling contracts. They're just, you know, whatever. You know, they just mix and master this average song, you know, and spend all this time on it. But like, I, I think that they just want to have an album ready more than yeah, they or care. Either that or they just lack a self-awareness in that moment. You know what True. I mean? True. Uh, I don't know. That's a really good question. I think about that a lot with what, like, how, because, I mean, like, we both make music. It's like, how how is a good album made? Yeah. And I, of, I often think that, like, a lot of times, like, art and especially music is just, like, a reflection of how the person's living life or, like, like how, what they value, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Because I've been thinking about that a lot with, like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you get to a, a well-crafted piece of art? And I think it comes from maybe, like, living a well-crafted life. You know what I mean? And not even, like, I'm not talking, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, having, like, tons of wealth or whatever. Or you know what I mean? Or, like, just, like, you know, like, it's that, that it's following that feeling of, like, all right, I like doing this. I don't like doing that. I like this, how this sounds, and this is a good song. Or, like, being able to like hear a song and be like, mm, "That's not it," and just not feel bad about it not being it, and just moving on to the next one. 
Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I just I yeah I think making it is so. It's so easy to like think something is like, not good. Um, <laughs> the, the vice versa too. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know. But yeah, I guess so. But it but it's also like I don't know. I think there is that certain point where you just know when something's, undeniably good, and then. I think more or less, like, you know, all right, like, how do you, like, the album should be about making every song undeniably good. Like, no matter who, like, not ever being scared to play it for anybody. You know, like, me and, me and Ian have been talking about this. And Man, sometimes I also think, like, being terrified to play something. You know what I mean? Like, just because it's so honest and so, like, vulnerable. True. But, like, not scared, being, not, being proud of it in the end. Because, like, I guess what you're saying is just not being afraid of being like, ah, oh, this. It's like it's like not having, like, that, like, before I hit play on this, just know that, like, it's not mixed. This verse isn't finished. I'm going to add three more guitar parts. That second chorus, it needs a little bit more amped up. Yeah. It's like being able to play it and be like. But, or just, yeah, even without saying any of that, like, whenever you play a song, you have, like, anxiety, you know, like, of just, like, are they even fucking with this? Like, I don't know. Like, are they fake nodding? Like, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like it's so quiet, like I don't, or it's so like. Why did I even make you? Why are we sitting here doing yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, and then you feel egotistical for like making, yeah, making them listen, yeah. and then it's like. Um, and like you also kind of, it's so easy to forget that, that you've heard this thing like a million times, and like yeah. this is their first time. That's the other thing, yeah. Honestly, but yeah, go ahead. But no, I, yeah, I was just thinking, like you know, it's like really, you know, I think, I think making a good album is like, yeah, it's just making everything like undeniably good to you, you know. But but yeah, I mean, you are right about like there is a sense of. I've always, I've always longed for that, you know, like that, that record that's just like so incredibly honest that people are like shocked, you know what I mean? And like, holy shit, like, I can't believe they wrote this, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't know. Like, for it to be like honest and like catchy and good. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, I don't know, like it's one thing for me to like, just like lay it out, but then for like it to be like a good melody, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot to it. I and like I think I don't know, I feel the same as you. Like my goal, I like would just love to get uh just like one like undeniable album. You know what I'm saying? Under my belt. That would yeah. that would feel really not I would feel like very happy with whatever goes in music if I like could just get it like lightning strike once. What would your definition of undeniable be? Would it have to be like successful, like No, just like I hear it and I hear nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm just like nam. Nothing else I'd I'd change on this. Hmm. I don't know. Or like I don't know. That's not that. Uh, I don't. Maybe critically. I don't know. If, well, I don't know if that's possible, I and I also I don't guess know. Like I'd want people to hear it too. I think that would be important. I don't know. A tree falls in a forest is making a noise, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like I just I don't know. I've been, I've been thinking lately. Like yeah, I don't I don't think. I don't think, like, I don't know. I, I think music's in such a weird spot right now where it's, like, I know so many people that I'm, like, if this was on the radio, like, this should be a hit. But the radio doesn't exist anymore. Right, you it's know? all playlists. Yeah. And, like, even playlisters aren't even, I don't know. Because, like, all right, so I just dropped a song, right? And I submitted it to a bunch of playlisters. And a lot of them were just, like, took too long to build, like, the song. Didn't fit the, our playlist. Like, they were, like, great song, just doesn't fit our playlist vibe. Or, like, I don't know, just, like, little nitpicks that, like, revolved around not whether it was, like, a good song or not, but, yeah. like, whether it 
like, fit their fit structure. their playlist or like if their playlist listener would like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's just such a weird, it's just such a, it's so, there's so much music coming out that like people are allowed to be so specific. Yeah. And like, I don't want to like cater a song to, you know what I'm saying? I want to make the song the best song it could be and not be influenced by the algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. The algorithm is everything now. And it's like, yeah, I was going to say, like, literally, it's like the radio stations now, like, I don't know. It's like we used to have, like, you know, local stations that it's like, all right, everybody's listening to, you know, like, one or two hip-hop stations. Everybody's listening to one or two rock stations. Yep. Everybody's listening to blah, 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 and those are all local. And at certain times of that, you could also hear, like, local artists and stuff like that. They so just tuck like, them in there. Yeah, you know, but but now it's like... You know, in playlists, it's like, yes, certain people, you know, can get on any playlist, whatever. But it's like the main ones that would do that same kind of traffic as like an old radio station. That's like all label shit now. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to be on a label like, you know, um, to even get on some of those, you know, and some of the bigger ones. Yeah, you know, And, and you don't have to be on a label, but you have to be like, you know, you have to have some kind of financial backing and some kind of, you know, support system behind the music that isn't just you know, the quality of it. Yeah. And like a lot of it, I don't know, not a lot, but like TikTok's so big right now too. I don't know. I need to make friends with people that are making TikToks. You know what I'm saying? So what do you think about like, you don't think that you can find a way to, to take all their notes and make records that... I, I Maybe I could. No, there's definitely not wrong with it. But like, would you feel really happy if like you made a whole record that revolved around what you think? Because, like, I also think, like, when you try to, like, make something, like, when you try to make a square to fit into a square hole, you get a square. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, you know, like, the real, real juicy hits, they're not always squares. You know what I mean? Like, Old Town Road isn't a square. That's a bad example, but you know what I mean. I don't know. It might be a square. Really? It might be. I guess it might be. You might be right. Maybe it's more of a square than I realize. It might be a square. There's, I mean, like, yeah, it might be a square. It's just, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I'd just rather would make, there's no winning, you know, because I'd rather make stuff that, like, I think sounds nice. Yeah. No, and I agree, you know, and I, I like, I feel like I'll go into sessions and I'll be like, okay, I want to do something that's this. And I can't, you know, like, I don't know. That's always been. It's always been something I've said there. It's like I try to, you know, even try to structure it. Like, oh, like, you know, I, I can kind of do some things where it's like, okay, I really want, like, you know, and I think about it now, like, because I love songs that, like, start with just straight up, just go straight into the vocals. One, two, you know? three. Uh. Yeah, you know, and, and, you know, and yeah, not even, yeah, not even that, but sometimes, you know, where ones that'll just be like four bars of just acapella, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And then it's fucking, and then it drops in, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And and that's what I feel like TikTok songs and stuff are about now, where it's like, it's straight into the hook, you know, it's straight into it all, it ends quick, it loops back into itself, and um, yeah, and I think that's part of like their notes of just like, oh, it takes too long to build up, you know, like, that's the one thing I, I heard from that, you know, and, and I just think of you know how music just goes straight into it now. And I love I love going straight into it too at times too. You yeah. know what I mean? I definitely feel you though cuz like I don't know. Whenever I try to make a beat pack for somebody and they're like ex- requesting specific stuff, I feel like I'd never make as good a beats as the when I just like start to just like 
I just, like, make something and just, like, all right, this sounds good. Let's just keep going off that. You know what I mean? Like, whenever I'm just, like, organically cooking up, just off based off, like, my feeling in the moment, it always turns out better than when I'm, like, trying to force something. Really? At least I feel... Do you ever think you, like, get forced into learning shit? Because I feel like as, like, a photo... But like photo, video, and graphics. I'm sure you're doing all your fucking like graphics shit lately. You're yeah. like learning a ton yeah. of shit. Like I mean, every time you step into it, I'm, I'm sure you're learning something. 100%, definitely. And I think that's also like when the best moments are too. It's like, I maybe mentioned before, there's like a David Bowie quote where it's like, you like always want to be, like the best music's made when like you're like in water, but like you're not quite touching the ground. You know what I mean? There's like this like scariness of like, am I going to like stick to landing? You know what mm. I mean? Where you're, like, floating, but not, like, really sinking. Yeah. Like, the floor's right. You know what I'm saying? Where it's, like, you're barely touching the ground. I don't know. Things could go wrong. Yeah. Or it could go beautifully right. You're just, like, unsure. There's, like, something cool about testing out the unknown. Yeah. No, definitely. I've been thinking about it. I had to do that the other day, like, because I've been, like, you, I don't know, like, you know, I've been feeling, like, hard about music lately anyway you know what i mean i've been feeling like i've been in writer's block or something you know what i mean just for a long time but yet i still make a lot of cool shit and like make songs that i like you know and i'm like okay this is cool you know but it's just like a just like a seven to me you know it's just like okay like eh, you know and and then every once in a while there'll be a good one that comes along but then it like you know then i'll then it'll just go away for again for a while but like the other day i had to finally just be like okay i gotta do something completely different like i just gotta I can't, I gotta, and I wanted to, like, just put vocals on something. I had no words at all, and I'm like, I just gotta do something today. I gotta, like. So you made a hyper-pop record? Uh, no, no. I made a, um, I made, like, a distorted indie, like, strokes, kind of, you know, Fuck like. that? Yeah, it's a super, like, rocky, you yeah. know, and I, yeah, it's like a, uh, yeah, it's like a super, yeah, my voice is just, su- like, telephony, like. I don't know, and I like cover, covered the fucking condenser mic like this, and was just, it it was cool. It sounds really sick. I fuck with that. I think that's like the best moment is like when you're like doing some like intentional stuff, but like experimenting. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I feel like we're both at a point now where it's like we can make a record, right? Yeah. But like now, how do we make it take it to the next level? Yeah. Like, how do we get this sound quality that we're chasing after? Yeah. And I think, like, I don't know, like, I, just certain things I've always done with with video and fucking, um, and trying to make cover art, too. Like, I just always want to make something different from before. And even though, like, I feel like a lot of shit is, like, similar and will always just be, like, a little, little steps up from the one before. But I feel like, I feel like with music, it's important to, like, I don't know, like. I, I, you know, I recently started going back and listening to old shit, too. And I actually, like, I I finally now have, like, a hundred... Like, I love vacation so much. <laughs> like, I, I was listening to that album the other day. And I was like, holy shit. Like, stop. Start to push it. Oh, that's not that song. Is that on there? No, that's Don't Care. My bad, my bad. Okay. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Vote Rhodes on that, though. Yeah. Yeah. But I was listening to that the other day, and I was like, this shit is so good. And I was like, I was like, it was almost like kind of like bad in a sense of like, holy fuck. I'm like, if I ever like, you know, if I like when I, if or when I do drop like solo shit again, like it'll be hard to like top it in a sense. Like, I don't know how to like go beyond this. Cause I was like, this almost is like, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was just like, 
I, I liked like the difference of that from Band-Aid. You know, like before I was like, okay, I don't know if this is like, you know, the best like thing to follow it with. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm like, I really love the difference from it. And now I'm like, all right, I just want, you know, I'm, I got to figure out like a new, a new person, not persona, but like a new like perspective. Aesthetic. Yeah, no, not even aesthetic or anything. Uh, but yeah, like a perspective new perspective is the best word. Yeah. A new perspective to show and a new like, yeah, just a new vision on the next shit of just, you know, I don't know. No, I get it. I get it. I, I and I also just I'm a big I love how albums can capture a time period. Um both like in listening to them and making them. Like listening to other people's and like making your own and listening to yours. But I don't <coughs> know cuz that's like I've been doing these three song EPs and I really love them and they've I've gotten like they've helped me and pushed me to get better at mixing and like producing and like finishing stuff quickly. But now I'm like man, I really want to I think I like want to dive into an album. You do. You know what I'm saying and just like capture a moment a little bit you know what i'm saying yeah even though like all these kind of together are are like a little bit of a project in their own but yeah i don't know i love that feeling i love like it's like i love here listening to you like talk about what you think about vacation you know what i mean yeah yeah it's it's interesting yeah i mean i feel like you should just you should just piece it together as it goes you know just since you want to do it now just keep it in the back of your head always and it'll yeah It'll form into it whenever you know yeah. over time, and and keep the EPs coming too. You oh, know, for sure. It's all about building a vault. I, I guess like, I never really thought about it. I I, I guess most people don't think about it that aren't music makers, but like the idea of having a vault of songs and ideas that you could pull from, and like, do you ever just clear that out? Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Things just fall out of. I don't know. It's cool to have that vault. Yeah. Because like, I don't know. I used to think like you had to like finish a song at a time or like a f- an album at a time. But now I'm just like, record the idea when it comes, dive into that idea when it feels right, and just like yeah. always keep working. And release it when it feels right. That's 100% true, too. Yeah. I like, I like, the only thing, I, I get bugged out about like, because you're supposed to like put it into Spotify or whatever for so long in advance. I just like, I get that to get down the playlist, but part of me just loves the idea of just, I miss the old SoundCloud days of just like, you finish it, you put it up, and you say it's song out now, baby. Yeah, the second you upload it, you can you can tweet it. Yeah, man. <sighs> it's a sleepy yawns. Thursday. It's Big raining yawns. outside today, guys. It's another mellow pod, but th- but this one's been this one's been good so far. It's been it's been fun. It's yeah, b- it's basically like our an interview, but part two, but no okay. interview questions. Yeah, so Stevie. Yeah. What have you been working on lately? Just lots of music. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've I've actually been on like my best beat streak so far. Really? I've been making almost two a day for like the last month. Send Not the last me. Month. I'll send you some stuff. Send me. I've been writing a lot too. Send me a normal pack. Sorry. I don't mean to keep yawning you guys. <laughs> but um send me a normal pack and then send me one. That you want for yourself, I can do that. I'll send you. I'll send you something that I have a hook on. Oh wait, wait. You're saying like a song that I want, a beat that I want to keep. Yeah, send me a beat that you haven't wrote to yet, but <laughs> okay. that you wish you that you want. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I will. I will. <laughs> well, the and one thing I think as like uh, the, not to interrupt you, but like one of my big regrets as like a producer is like holding on to certain beats. Really? Yeah, I've, I'm I'm getting way better at just being like, even though I love this beat and I think I could write something to it. Like, I'm going to send it out because, like, you never know. So that person might actually put it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, they might not. That's true, too. And you could still use That's it. That's true, too. That's the other side of it. Yeah. That's what I always think now, too. 
Yeah. And if I put it out beforehand, I'm so sorry. And you could still record the idea to it and just wait. And if not, you know, or you could always be like, message them, be like, hey, did you ever use, you know, Stardust 45 yeah. or 145? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. I also like re got all my old beats off my hard drive the other day. Really? That was nice. Yeah. I was like, I forgot all about these. Re jamming through them? Yeah. Because I used to keep them in the iTunes folder and then my computer crashed. And then, but now I got them all backed up, people. Don't worry. We gotta get Ian a uh, hard drive. He's gotta get one soon. Yeah, that that stresses me out just hearing. Oh no, I didn't. Um, I got I got like three hard drive backups now. What did I watch? What was it? It was. Um, oh, I was watching. Uh, have you Have you seen Dave season two? I've seen bits and pieces. I watched it with my brother while he was watching it. What have you just seen? Like bits and okay, you. I've seen like three or four of the episodes. Okay, the first three or four. Uh, parts of them. Does he lose a hard drive? No, but the first one is, you see the K-pop episode in Korea? Yeah, and he like, doesn't he show up to the, the video thing late or something like that? Well, yeah, it's, God, I can't stop yawning. Um, fuck. Um, but anyway, he's in Korea and, um, he, um, yeah, he's, he's got the, he's got the translator intern with him. Um, but they end up thinking that, well, they posted a photo with the Korean pop artist with weed in it and they thought that her manager was a Korean mobster and that she was like being held captive by her manager or some shit. And they were like trying to save her. And in the midst of it, their translator got swiped by the Korean police um, because he like never served, like never served military time or some shit. And you're supposed to, when you like are from Korea, I don't know Damn. some weird shit like that. And they thought Damn. he was like escaping the military and yeah. Um, Draft dodging. And they took him and he had Dave's laptop with, what was supposed to be Dave's album on it. Damn. Yeah, because I knew the whole second season was like a writer's block season for the most part. Well, that's what it led to, is they yeah. found out. he Dave's like, actually, there's nothing on it. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> so it's like, you know. That was like, I actually don't have any songs on it. I haven't wrote anything. Woo! So no big deal. And then they like left the kid in jail. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Because I did see the, I've seen the, have you gotten to episode nine? No, 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 I'm talking about it. I won't say anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this this podcast is brought to you by Yawns. All right, so fuck it. Um, What did you rate Hit and Run? What did I rate Hit and Run? Um, You know, it's a light seven. A light seven? Yeah. I'm offended. No, I'm just kidding. Seven's a great score. No, that's a good score. That's a good score. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense. I don't know. I mean, I guess I probably would have to give it like a 8.5, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably where I'm at. That makes maybe sense. Maybe 9, but that's yeah. just because I, I like it a lot. But, but yeah, th- there are a lot of things that's like, there's even some like script things where I forget what it was, but it was one thing where... It was, like, a good scene, and then, like, the last three lines of it, it just turned, like, really cheesy. And I was, like, I was like, oh, that just didn't need to be there, you know? So there's, like, little things like that, and then there's, like, little things like, um, like the, <laughs> well, part of Bradley Cooper's, but him talking about his jail experience. Yeah. That was, that was like, the one thing that was just, like, all right, like, I don't. Like, you know, that I don't know. The context of it. Like, it's not even like, you know, that happening is like the bad thing or, you know, or anything. No. Like, it wasn't, nothing about it was wrong, but it was the context of the whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, it was just. And like, the Dax's question about yeah. this. It was just like, oh. 
Yeah. It should be noted, and we didn't note it earlier, Bradley Cooper's character in this has dreads. Yeah, he's like a dreadheaded white dude. Um, yeah. He's like a gangster drug dealer dude. Um, little, little appropriation, you know, and then Dax is also playing a good little southern character with a little, um, I don't know, I don't know what to say. I don't know what the right word is. little touch of maybe... Uh, just not very politically correct. Yeah, you know he. Yeah, I think he intends well, but like does come. I mean, does say accident, not accidentally. Does say like semi-racist and homophobic things. Yeah, but like, but he learns from it, and that's that, part like, of his. He gets called out for it. Yeah, it's part of his arc in this movie is, is learning from his mistakes. <laughs> yeah, like why would you ask him if he was? <laughs> we don't even. Yeah, yeah well, so I guess for context, Bradley Cooper um got molested in jail, and Dex. Dax's character, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you to clarify. Know, yeah, and well, yeah, and Bradley Cooper's character too. Um, but yeah, Dax's character decided to ask what um, what race the guy was. Actually, he said asked if he was black. Oh, I think at first, right? Yeah, and then he started asking about everything like and else. And then Bradley Cooper's character is like, "Why would you think it was a black guy?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like, wait, uh, but it was. It, besides that, there was like there's a lot of good moments too. Yeah, whose pick is it next week? No one's here. Me? Corey, Corey, Corey. I'm about to pick a crazy movie. Oh, God. Let's pick. Let me pick Magnolia. No, I'm just kidding. I just watched that. Magnolia is a three-hour and, like, six-minute movie. You said that last time, didn't you? Yeah, I think I maybe did. I ended up watching it. I'd never seen it. There's a crazy amount of people that's in it. Really? What's it Uh, about? It's, like, one of those classic. It's, like, a Love Actually type movie, but not based around Christmas. I don't know what Love Actually is. Love Actually is like all You like that movie a lot, don't love. you? Yeah, it's my favorite, really? probably my favorite Christmas movie. One of them. Because like it's just I'll all of these... It. Yeah, we, I'll we watch should, it for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, we should. Um, it's like all of these... December is going to go crazy for movie Bro, club. we should just pick like... All Christmas All movies. classics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, because I, I could say October like... October is going to be all horror oh. movies. <gasps> Let's go! We're yeah. gonna probably start that soon. Only like four movie clubs from now. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna start really getting into spooky season. Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that's but, uh, sick. Magnolia is like a bunch of different. Well, Love Actually and Magnolia. There's a bunch of bunch of stories that have like characters that are in one story that are in the other story that are in the other story that are in, like it's like a Venn diagram of stories. Okay. But like they're like a bunch of individual plot lines. Magnolia sounds more intense than Love Actually, though. Yeah, it's pretty intense. It's like, yeah, it's it's like a drama intensity. Like, it's just a crazy. It's not a rom com. Um, or no, is not it? really. It's a little bit darker. There's a crazy amount of people. Like Tom Cruise is in it. Um, the dad from Shameless. What's his name? William H Macy. Yeah. Um, John C. Riley's in it. Mm. Um, I mean, like, it just keeps going. There's okay. a lot of people, but that's not my actual pick. Do I gotta? Do I have to announce my pick on this? If you can. I can't. You don't have to, though. Damn, I gotta pick it before Koga falls asleep here. <laughs> Roasted. Pick School of Rock. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just looking at the poster. It's a long way to the top if you wanna rock and roll. Dun, 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 no, but for real, I'm gonna build dun. the movie set. Or the movie club set soon. Movie club set? I'm going to try. Record it? Yep. And try to make this a video video podcast. Yep. Let's live stream it. That'd be sick. 
That'd be sick. It'd be kind of scary, too. Yeah. Well, I'd probably... Well, we'd probably all be... This part needs to end. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm either going to pick before midnight if I can find it on a streaming service, or I'm going to pick uh, Blaze. It doesn't have to be on streaming service. Well, oh, you're right. Remember, if you rent the movie, I can always reimburse. Yeah, I can, I can rent the movie, too. I guess me and you have never been the ones that care too much. Yeah, I rent movies every day, almost. I rent, like, four movies a week. All right, yeah, I'm going to pick before before sunset, I think. Before sunset, what's that? Wait, no, yeah, before sunset. Is that the first one? No, it isn't. I'm going to actually pick before sunrise, sorry. That's a, okay, it's a, it's, a, it's a trilogy or a Yeah, it's a trilogy. Franchise? It's a trilogy, before sun sunrise, before sunset, and after midnight, I think, mm. or before midnight. What is it, What are they about? Uh, it's Ethan Hawke and... Uh, I don't want to butcher her name. Ethan Hawke and Julia Delpy. And it's basically like, uh, it like visits this couple at like three different moments. Um, they're three different movies. Richard Linklater. Which is why when you said School of Rock, <laughs> Richard Linklater, I thought I want to pick a Richard Linklater film. And I was like, I don't want to pick the long one. So Did I picked a High Fidelity? Nice uh, maybe. He did Boyhood. That's like his big, one of his big. Yeah, I think he did do High Fidelity. I'm pulling it up. I think so too. Guys, thank you so much for listening and you know listening to me and Corey have we'll ramble. Ramble. We didn't get in a Nintendo fight today. That's no. a win. Well, um, we we got a little heated about something. What was it? Not heated, but Frank Ocean and albums. Oh yeah. If people have albums. I don't want to look up Richard. I don't think Frank is ready. I don't think so either. But, I mean, Homer seemed pretty... I was just happy to see him doing things. Yep. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't know. The interview was really interesting if you read that, the Financial Times. I did not. Everybody wants some. Bernie. He did Bernie as well. You ever see Bernie? Weekend at Bernie's? He did Spy Kids? What the hell? Fire. This guy's a, a damn legend. There's a second school of rock? No way. This can't be right. They dazed and confused. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he did uh, high fidelity. Hmm. Dear April, the only sound that I know. You want to do sleepers? Yeah, we can. You got to? It's 930. 930. Um, sure. Fucking sleepers. Sleepers for the yawn cast. Yeah. So I can take a dab. All right. I probably got something already. This has been episode 28. Uh, follow us at movieclub.com. Mm. Um, if you tweet at us, uh, you get a free movie ticket um, to a movie club. No. A free movie ticket to a movie club. Oh, yeah. They can watch. Yeah, they can listen. <laughs> This is uh, Whistle for the Choir by the Fratellis. Well, it's a big, big city and it's always the same. Can never be too pretty. Tell me your name, is it out of line? If I was to be bold and say, would you be mine? The 
Because I may be a beggar and you may be the queen I know I may be on a downer, I'm still ready A dream though it's three o'clock The time is just the time it takes for you to talk So if you're Do you want to tell the people what that song was? Um, yeah. It was Whistle for the Choir by the Fratellis. Recently featured on The Suicide Squad. The moment um, right before Harley Quinn kills her lover. Damn. That's a good moment. <laughs> Maybe one of my favorite moments of the whole movie. <laughs> it is a good-ass moment. And I told myself, if I ever see red <laughs> flags in my boyfriend, I'd kill him. Is that what she says? Something like that? Yep. Damn. And I cut you off before that song earlier when you were saying, uh, when you were telling the listeners goodbye. So you could go ahead and, and do that, and I won't cut you off this time. Goodbye, listeners. Oh, 
No way. <laughs> hold on. Hold no on. way. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see that. Uh, guys, we got, a, we got a special guest coming in right now, all the way from Detroit. Robert. Hey, are you guys still going? Robert. Am I recording? Did you hang up on him? No. Oh, my gosh. I think Corey hung up on him. No. Can you guys hear me? Corey hung up on Rob. Robert, can, can you, you hear, hear us? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't hear you. I'm talking. Um, I'm talking. Check, uh, check. Can you hear me? Rob. Hey guys. It's Rob. Uh, I'm so sorry. Man. Nah, you good, bro. You good. I wish. I wish. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna go into detail, but it was some pretty important stuff that I had to handle very much in the moment, and I I couldn't just make it go faster. You're you're totally fine, Rob, and you are recording, so I'm sorry. Um, but how deep are you guys in the pot? Oh, it's over. We were just about to play the last sleeper. God damn it! But we we're we're still going. We were literally yeah, we we're literally just about to play. We we're telling people bye as you called. Um, are you serious? Yeah. How, what's the what's the time marking? We're I mean we're it's one twenty right now. We're cutting it off early, but that's why we're we're gonna keep going for a little bit with you. So Corey, how are you? How are you? Yawning. Corey kept yawning. Can I say a few things? Oh Can yeah, say- yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. So first of all, how was your week, Rob? How's your move? How was your move? You gotta you gotta oh, fill us in in with you first. Oh shit! Yeah, man. So I've been in. Um, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I've been in. Uh, I've been in Detroit. It's been, it's been nice to be home in one front. Um, as good as St. Louis was to me, I just I love Detroit so much. I'm glad to be back here. I miss my friends in St. Louis a lot, but I got great friends in Detroit, so I kind of canceled it out. It's been kind of weird to be here and like be living here again, cause like every time I've been here in the last four years, I've just been visiting. Yeah. So like I've kind of been adjusting to that, I suppose. Um. I went to a techno show for the first time in my life. It was super sick. I danced a bunch. It was very fun. That's sick. Um, yeah, it was like very like it was very different from like a rap show or like an alternative show because like it like lent to dancing and nobody cared if anybody else could dance, but like everybody was fucking dancing, like literally everybody. So I'm not a good dancer, so usually I'm too nervous. But I was dancing and it was very fun. Um, I miss you guys, obviously. Hell yeah, bro. We yeah, miss yeah. you too. We miss you too. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? We said we miss you. Yeah, broke on first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I broke on for a second. Yeah. Um. One thing I do want to say is this: this movie was fucking sick. I was kind of mad that I I missed so much of it because, like, like I said, there's nothing I could have really done about the situation. But uh, this movie, like this movie, I really love this movie. I watched it with Kamal and Zay, um, and it was actually fucking really good. Yeah, it's it's surprisingly a decent movie, man. Yeah, we gave it uh I gave it a seven. Corey gave it an eight point five. Yeah. Yeah. You gave it a what? It broke up. I I gave it an eight point five. Stevie gave it a seven. Yeah, I would give it I would give it a seven, seven point five. Yeah. Yeah, that's I guess that's solid. I guess that's solid. What 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 were some of your favorite parts about it? What what'd you like about it, Rob? Because, like, what I really liked was the uh, the comedic aspects I thought were woven in really nicely because, like, it was almost like it was an absurdist film. It was less, like, I mean, sometimes the lines of dialogue were really funny, but, like, it was less, like, the dialogue itself was really funny and more, like, the situation itself and, like, the other situations they found themselves in were just, like, so absurd that it was, like, funny. Like, fucking, 
Bradley Cooper making the nigga eat the dog food. Like, yeah. it's just, like, crazy. It, and then, like, you know, the end chase scene where, like, everybody ends up in, like, the same place again. And, like, the U.S. Marshal is, like, this super silly, like, dumbass guy. It's, like, it's just, like, really funny situationally and, like, absurd more so than, like, like it's, like, a, a traditionally funny in a, in a comedy kind of way. Yeah. Uh, which I... I've, Damn. We lost you there for a second. Oh, you're back. You're back. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. Oh, we lost Robert. You think um, you think he's going to get a wife named Roberta? Roberta Apollo? That'd be kind of fire. Mm. Maybe a... What if it was like a... A dog. Mm. Getting a call from Rob Apollo. Hello. Hello. Yeah, but I bet I bet this is gonna work better. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I was saying like the comedy in like more of a uh it was like a non traditional kind of way because it was like situationally like absurd more so than it was like usually action movies, it's just like corny, stupid lines of dialogue that are supposed to be funny. Yeah. Um so I just thought it was I thought it was tasteful. What's her name kinda bad? I didn't know she was bad like that. Kristen Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like such like two thousand. She's such like two thousand twelve white woman kind of bad too. Like, like, like no, no ass, but like she got like kind of nice titties and she's really skinny and she got long curly blonde hair. Um, yeah, that's it. Which was kind of funny. That's twenty. What'd you guys say? What'd you guys say about the movie? Uh, I mean, so really, we were talking about it. How it's like a this like you know I don't know I guess like this story of like you know, like, the growth of his character and it's how it's just, like, a good representation of, like, kind of, like, of a healthy relationship in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and just kind of, like, how they handle the situations and how, like, I don't know, and I, I guess I I was kind of saying how I think it's, like, uh, you know, like, like they're actually married in real life and shit. So I'm, like... I, yeah, I, which is crazy. Yeah, I think the movie's really cool because I think it's just, like, a big metaphor. Like, you know, it's almost like this, like, egotistical metaphor, like, that he made, like, that's just about, like about like their relationship in a sense you know uh and i don't well, know you know it's you know it's kind of based on other things too because um the, the town that they start off in milton is really where he grew up in michigan did you know that really okay so you did you you knew he uh, lived in michigan I, well I, after the after the move so i knew he directed it going in but i looked it up after yeah so he's he's from michigan and he's from this little town called milton that i've never even been to um but he moved around, and he also lived in this place called Wald Lake, which is close to where I went to high school, kind of. Wow. Uh, he went to Wald Lake Central. So, like, I know where that is. And Kristen Bell, you know, she's also from Michigan. Yeah. And she grew up in Huntington Woods, which is literally, like, one or two miles, like, probably, like, one mile from where I live right now. Because uh, I live in Oak Park, which is, uh, like, right outside of Detroit. And then Huntington Woods is, like, the uh, borders Oak Park on the northern border. That's so like. crazy. <laughs> So like that was, and uh and like his mom actually works in like rally cars or like racing or some shit like that. Yeah, he was, he's big in cars too. He did all the driving and shit for it. Like yeah, you know that car is his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we ta- yeah, we're talking about how like low budget the movie was, or like how little they paid, and like that was one of the moves that saved a ton of money. Yeah, that makes sense. That's crazy. And you know, fucking uh, Bradley Cooper and him are like best friends in real life. Yep. Yeah, they got That's some crazy. They got some cool shit. Yeah, that was like his big play is that he got Kristen Bell and Bradley in the movie, you know, and that's like 2012 Bradley. That's like peak Bradley. When he's peaking, hangover Bradley. Because it's like limitless. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and and so he got them to sign on to the movie for like very, you know, probably for like yeah, like Stevie was saying earlier, like residuals, like based on box offices and shit. But because it did uh, eight times, it did eight times its budget in the box office. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, I saw that. That's fucking sick. Yeah, it was actually, uh, it was actually kind of fire. Some of the scenes reminded me. It was like, oh, this reminded me of like the old Fast and Furious because it was so focused on the chase scenes. Yeah, um, which was kind of cool. Um, just generally really enjoyable. <laughs> like a really. Like a fun movie to watch, you know? No, definitely. There was, like, some things we said that, like, kind of were just, like, a sign of 2012 versus, like, 2021, but, like, it didn't, like, Like take the away. social... Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, they had, like, they had, like, six, like, uh, rape things, and it yeah. was, like, oh, Lord. And, like, the whole... That whole scene... That whole scene I'll, was just a I'll, mess. Yeah. Albeit, albeit that scene is unbelievably funny, but it's so bad. Yeah. It's it's so fucking. That's bad. what we just ended the pod with was the conversation about that scene. Yeah, it was crazy. I was watching it with Kamal. We were just like, "Oh Jesus!" Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good old. Uh... Um, but yeah, who can... picked it? Corey? Oh, I picked it. Corey. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I guessed. <laughs> can you believe that he's not like like he kind of like bags on himself as like a director? Yeah, that's wild. Cause I know he did one of the podcasts, and I know you've been listening to those actor podcasts. Yeah, no, that's no, crazy cause I, no. He run, he does his own podcast, and it's like they just did like a huge Spotify deal. He just interviewed Obama, bro. That's insane. Yeah, he's what? yeah he's interviewed fucking uh, Prince Harry as well, and Bill Gates. Um, that's silly. He's done so many major people. Like he's got like uh, he's got like the third biggest podcast on Spotify. That's crazy. Dude, it was weird for me to try and take his character seriously because of his character in Idiocracy. So, like, <laughs> oh, I was damn, like, that's funny. So, I was like, like, the whole first, like, 20 minutes, I thought he was just going to be like a dumb, like, break out into a dumbass. And then I was like, oh, no, he's just like a regular, like, guy. <laughs> that's wild. Cause, like, I, I come from, like, the opposite. Cause, like, from his character on Parenthood, it's hard for me to, like, mm-hmm. take him as being, like, somebody that's, like, goofy or cool. Wow. I've never seen Parenthood. He's like a pretty, pretty straight dude, right? He's trying to. Yeah. He's like trying to like get his act together. He's for got his like son. a kid that's yeah. like a. He okay. Like a yeah. That's funny. What What else have you guys been talking about? Um, a little bit of Kanye, a little bit of. Um, we were talking about like if artists are like done with albums right now and just like waiting, and we kind of had a little back and forth on that. We talked about uh, like what it we talked about making albums for a while and like how to make a good album. Yeah. Uh, word. I feel like there's a lot of ways, but it sounds like that conversation was had. Oh man, we no, it's just fun. Yeah, it was no, just, no. You were I just miss you, just, Rob. Yeah, it's honestly been like pretty. Honestly, I think Corey yawned about like eight times in the last twenty minutes, so that's yeah. why we were like getting towards the end. I was boring him. No, 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 it wasn't um, boring. This was a good little pod. It was just, it was just, yeah. We missed, we missed uh, the Rob energy. Oh uh, yeah, man. I'm I'm really sorry, guys. I know you. I know you. You know. I already said sorry, but oh I no, you're really good, man. You're good. I was I was I was I was I was looking forward to it, and um, I I prepared. I, I made sure to watch the movie, and I was like thinking about things to talk about. But um, no, no, it's it's good, man. No, I I definitely miss you guys. It's it's um, it's kind of weird. I I've, I've seen you guys so much, and um, and Tyler. You know, I just I was seeing Tyler fucking damn near every day. I don't see that nigga at all. So that was cool hearing him on the pod. Um, yeah, you, the, the three of you got like a really like chill vibe energy. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. It was. That was exactly what it was. It was very chill vibe. We're good. We got to find a new rhythm. We're gonna find one. I got. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good pod though. Like I'm not trying to say one good. It was just like, oh, the vibe was just like so relaxed. Yeah. We need a new wild card. That's what I decided. Like you know. Uh no, I'll just I'll just come. I'll just be back consistently. Yeah. This this was like a kind of a a random thing that happened. Yeah. Um, so, like, but. I want to I want to uh, keep doing it. Uh, this does my audio sound fine? Like I'm talking in my headphone mic. Yeah, no, it's it's been good so far. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Worst comes to worst, we can always just fucking do this phone shit, you know. But but it yeah. Yeah, because it's not it's not weird phoning in. Uh, I mean, the, the video is kind of cool, like seeing you, but uh, the phoning wouldn't really bother me. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, no, it's it's definitely uh something I want to I want to keep doing. Now let's do it, bro. Um, yeah, dude, it's it's funny. I'm like, I feel really wild because not I was unemployed in St. Louis, but I was busy as fuck, right? Because I was I was with Tyler making music every day and doing shoots every day, so I was working like you know thirty to fifty hours every week essentially. Um, but since I've been here, like, and we've just been moving in the house, really, like, dude, I've I've I haven't done like this little like amount of shit in like a fucking like year, dude. Like it feels crazy. Like Lucky. I just get up whenever I want, and I was just. Nah, dude, it doesn't even feel good. Like, I feel like I got to get active again. <laughs> no, I know. I I hate I hate it when I'm in that spot. But then, like, when I'm in the busy-ass spot, like, it's, like, all I dream about is being able to, like, have a moment to do nothing. Literally. I feel like there's a, a nice metal ground, yeah. um, which is what I'm going to f- try and find. And it's been weird because Molly, uh, Molly isn't here yet. Yeah. So it's, like, I, I've been so used to, like, just living with Molly. But, like, I've just been, uh like, a, alone. Like, just, like... Because I, I was pretty much with Molly or Tyler or you guys, like, almost 24-7. Um, so, like, I've been spending a ton of time, like, alone. So you're alone is, in the new spot right now? Not literally. So Thomas is, like, kind of half moved in, and Zay is fully moved in. But Zay's bedroom is in the basement, and he works, like, from the basement, like, 9 to 5 or whatever. So, like, it's mostly just me, like, being alone in the upstairs of the house, like, <laughs> For most of the day. Yeah. So, like, I'm not, like, literally alone, but it's, like, I'm spending a lot of time with myself, um, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Good yes, shit. sir. But I'm excited. I know I want you guys to uh, come up here, man. Like, we've got... Dude, we got to. Like, so we have, like, a whole studio, and, like, I know I had a studio in St. Louis, but this one is, like, a legitimate bedroom size. So it's, like, really pretty sizable. And I still have my mattress in there. And it has a full-size couch in there instead of, like, a little love seat. And we have a full-size couch in the living room. So there's, like, three, like, legitimate sleeping places. So That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's get – when's the best time of year to come to Detroit? Oh, uh, man, you probably don't want to come in the winter, but you could. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like, like, is there, like, some I wanna cool come shit up. to do in fall? Like, do they got, like, some crazy, like, haunted houses or some shit? Uh, I don't go to haunted houses. I don't but either. Pe- people go. People do go to haunted houses, but um, you guys could maybe come in spring. That would mm. be nice. There'd probably be more shows. COVID hopefully will be a little bit like not the way it is right now i'll be honest i really just was hoping to come up and just you know walk around and maybe find a nice uh game of street ice hockey to play mm. oh my god <laughs> that was a nice little reference stevie <laughs> wait i don't get it <laughs> four brothers <laughs> i miss i miss stevie saying funny stuff oh. it only happens like twice a day but dude no. me me 
Mize and Thomas have been on like the worst like <laughs> comedy vibes ever. Like it's like a a fucking just house of just terrible jokes like twenty four seven. Like whenever all three of us are together, which is fun, but it's also like, oh brother, like constantly. <laughs> Just rotting your brain or something. Yeah, and I'm the least funny, so. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Unexpected. Don't let them hear that though. Hmm. Well, sh- well, shit. Wait, wait. Whose pick does it? Hmm. Should it be Rob's pick next week? I don't remember. Well, Tyler picked Juice, and you picked this. Who picked before? Oh, I no, I picked before Tyler. Okay. What's Stevie's pick? So it is yours pick. Same pick then I guess. All right. Unless I change it. Half. Would you Would you pick before, before sunrise? Before sunrise. Oh, is that the first one or the second one? I think that's the first one. Jesus, you know about it? Yeah, it's fire. Have you seen it? Yep. Oh man, maybe I'll change it. It's fire. Oh, yeah, it's fire. We should do it. I'll I'll rewatch it. It's fire. It's either gonna be that or Blaze. What's Blaze? What's Blaze? Blaze. Is <laughs> a, Blaze is about this uh. This like legendary folk singer. Uh, it has the girl from Arrested Development in it. I'm trying to think of his last name. Blaze Folly. Maybe. And it's like about his last performance mm. and like his life all in one. Mm. Okay. But it leaves Netflix soon, so I was gonna watch anyways. No, let's do Before Sunrise. I feel like Corey would really like Before Sunrise. I think so too. I think it's one of those movies that Corey will watch, and then like the next week he'll have seen the other two already four yeah. times each. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. actually fire. I'm, it's I'm also like a... different from like any movie. Like I don't think I've seen a movie quite like it before. So I'll I'll, I'll actually rewatch it again. <laughs> I'm intrigued now. Peaked your yeah, interest. you should be. You said what? Piqued your interest. Yeah. Yo, uh, Robert, Robert, uh, Roberta, Roberta Apollo. What's good? Um, have you seen the Suicide Squad? No. Then you guys do a special episode where you guys want to go see it. We just, uh, we just watched it in Corey's living room and then put the mics up in his living room right after. We kind of cheated. We just watched it on HBO Max. So that that thing I was always wanting to do, it's now instead of going in the middle of movie club episodes, it's just gonna be bonus episodes called. Called now Word. showing. Word. But you need to watch the Suicide Squad. Word. It's fire. It's fire. It's super Word. fire. It's, really it's like the best movie ever. Stevie gave it a ten. <laughs> I gave it. A wow. Nine. I gave it a nine point five, but that's because I had fallen asleep through it. I heard people said that um, it's like the the movie James Gunn was born to direct or something. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's like uh, what. Would what a James Gunn movie would look like without the Marvel tint? But like the Marvel tint makes Guardians great too. But yeah, it definitely seems like he got to do exactly what he wanted. It seems like he got to edit it. It seems like he didn't have to go through any fucking like voice of being like, oh no, we need this, this, and this. You know. Word. That sounds fire. I'll top in with it. It's honestly like this is a weird way of putting it, but it also is like, uh, it feels like. It feels like if Quentin Tarantino were to do a comic book movie. Like, that's just the way I would describe it. I don't know. It just feels, like, different while, like, or, remaining, like, delivering, like, a good story. Word. But, yeah. Word. That sounds hard. Yeah, I'll tap in. Uh, maybe I'll get Zayer Thomas to watch it with me. Yeah. Um, I'd probably get both of them, frankly. It's not like niggas be doing shit. So, um, 
Yeah, Go highly ahead. recommend okay. it. Y'all will have a lot of fun doing it. Please do it soon. Okay. Yeah, bet. I'll watch it. Uh, I'll watch it this week. Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. It depends. Yeah. All right, bro. Well, um, I think we may end yeah, up. I'm re- glad. I'm oh. glad I called in. Yeah, I yeah. Could, uh, I could get in on there. Yeah, me too. Um, we both are. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm man. Glad. I miss you guys, and uh, I don't. I'll. Can I? Are you? If you guys are you guys doing sleepers? Um. Yeah, I played one. Steve, you still got one. All right, I'll text you my sleeper and you can play. Okay, bet. Nice. All right, man. All um, right, Corey. I'm sure I'll text you this week, uh, Corey. But uh, I'll I'll see you guys, Corey. Oh, Stevie, the new single is good. Good thank job. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate so it. fire, Stevie. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Hell yeah! This podcast is sponsored by Dax Shepard, mm-hmm. and you can find more info info at MovieClub.com. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, signing off. This is, uh, this is Rob Apollo. Bye, Rob. Talk to you next week. Bye, Rob. See you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you, too. See ya. Uh, now we just need to get Franz to call in. What do you mean by that? <laughs> what? Why would you hit that? I didn't mean to. I meant to hit the... the like, Steve the, was feeling I himself. I meant to hit the... Mm, there we go. <laughs> now we, should we... Oh, never mind. If it, if it wasn't late, I would prank phone call Franz right now. <laughs> Not prank phone calling because it would be like Corey Miller's calling you, but <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah. call and be like, "Hey, uh, is your refrigerator running?" <laughs> Dude, I need a I need a lift, man. My car broke down. <laughs> can you, can you, can you <laughs> Just kidding, dude. But. Glad to know how we really stand. Dude, I'm yeah, sure he'd actually, no, that'd be the that'd be the worst shit. I'm sure he would be like, "Yeah, let me let me let me get you." I don't know. <laughs> what? Uh, it might be too time. late. It might depend on the time. Oh uh, yeah, it is kind of later now. At least it's not. It might be a no answer. Classic. <laughs> Classic. I've been like really, I've been really trying to get myself to just be better about answering, if it's my friends. Dude, I answer random numbers now. <laughs> I don't do that. Dude, I literally, like, it, it can say fucking Massachusetts. And I'm like, because I, like, have dealt with, like, insurance companies and so much bullshit oh, fair, and, fair, like, fair. certain stuff that I'm just like, all right, let me just answer this stuff and get this shit over with. I'll like, get, like, random calls from, like, people that think that my cell phone is the office number for my work. And so, like, I usually just don't and let them leave it to voicemail. But I've gotten really good at being able to deduce, like, a situation, being like, like, ah, this must be this person calling me because of this, this, and this. Yeah. Yeah, I usually I usually know. There's there's certain times where I'm like, oh, I there's no random number that should be calling me at 8 p.m. So I'm not answering this shit. But, but then, oh, no, I hung up on it. And then they called me again, and I answered it. This was like last night or two nights ago. And I went outside, and then it turned out to be a wrong number. Oh, damn. You don't get wrong numbers often. I got a really weird wrong number text the other night, and really? I thought it might have been like a scammer, but I don't know what the angle would have been. <laughs> the person just sent me a text. It was from a four oh oh four oh wait four oh eight number. Um four eight oh number and it just says, Hey, it's Will smiley face. Not emoji smiley face, the like typed out one. And it's from an iPhone and I was like It's Will. I was like, Who is this? And I looked up the number and the person whose number it belongs to isn't a Will. I was like, What is going on? Hmm. Who maybe it's an old number that was registered to that name. Or maybe, like, maybe they just took over that number. Could be. Or you could go by his middle name. True. 
true. Or he could have been being really sketchy to somebody, and they just gave him a fake number, and that number was mine. Yeah. I don't know. Is it time for me to play my, uh, yep. what's it called? Yeah, we can go ahead and uh, close it out. Did this Rob text you his? Uh Oh. No, he didn't, so... Unless he texts it by the time. What's funny finished. is like I think we literally did close it. Like we were closing it out. Oh when yeah. Rob called. Oh yeah. Like I'm so glad he called. Rob, yeah. you're listening to this. That was awesome. All right, here's mine. And uh, I think this project turned a year old today, mm. and I just like this song. Today. Into a lot. Yeah, this song I'm about to play that project finally. Mm. And this has been another edition. Uh, go ahead. Um, Unless it gets right into it. Good. Thank you all for joining us on this oh, movie club. Yeah, episode 28. <laughs> it's always nice. Always nice being here. Thank you for being here, Stevie. Yeah, thanks for being here, <laughs> I'm getting jealous cause she got more friends than me I'm getting jealous cause she got more friends than me I wouldn't drown, I wouldn't drown, I wouldn't drown I'm getting jealous cause she got more friends than me I'm getting jealous cause she got more friends than me I wouldn't drown, I wouldn't drown, I wouldn't drown you held me down when no one else did, won't forget that You broke my trust too many times, I can't forgive that Afraid I'll lose my sense of self, freedom at any and all costs No, I can't afford to fail, falling out of something Can't be your manic pixie dream, girl, forever 7.30 days down, playing with mud Spent a day in the sun, laying a watery grave She ran away with my tongue I still want you in my life I just don't know how Nostalgia, ultra feeling Spiders on the ceiling Crawling my comforters My head ain't functioning The words I tried to say I meant to say and fumbled them The ones I mumbled out Weren't the ones you wanna hear Ego is a bitch and I'm stuck I'm getting jealous cause she got more friends than me I'm getting jealous cause she got more friends than me I wouldn't drown I wouldn't drown I wouldn't drown I'm getting jealous cause she got more friends than me I'm getting jealous cause she got more friends than me I wouldn't drown, I wouldn't drown, I wouldn't drown I wouldn't drown Milk cartons got the best of me This is why I'm not honest Don't wanna think about the things I'm missing now People gone, feel it's either multiply or simmer down Nothing feels good anymore And maybe I don't want it to Comfort is my failure, get it more when I give in to you Wish I was depression proof Crying in my bag, tell floor tears residue Is everyone crazy or am I crazy? I hate that word and all its implications my emotions are so tied to yours, I cannot focus. I was not designed for this companionship, I know it. Feel like you separated me from all my friends and made me no one. I am not happy and I know it. Hand clapping, sand dragging me down. You were checking my messages, do you like what you found? Ain't no trust left. I can't even tell if I'm overreacting. I feel manipulated, I feel gaslit, I feel weak, I feel lost, alone. I feel passive, fell to defeat, I got no one. I got no one except for you.